Annette Martin, world famous psychic detective, medical intuitive, ghost detective, and author, brings you Annette Martin's Psychic World. You may have seen her on television, heard her on hundreds of radio shows, or even read her books. Here she is, live on Annette Martin's Psychic World. Welcome, I'm Annette Martin, and Annette Martin's Psychic World is produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. Well, you know, being a medical intuitive at age seven, seeing and talking to ghosts as a child, and having a singing career at ten years old, and then developing into a professional psychic detective has been quite an adventure for me. And sharing these gifts with you today gives me great pleasure. And for the next hour, my guests and I will create a place to enlighten, entertain, and empower you. We can talk about everything except police cases, because I only work with the police directly pertaining to missing persons. So if you do have a police case, please contact me by email at Annette at closureforyou.com that's Annette at closure the number four the letter u.com well our phone lines are open at 646-652-2071 where you can ask our guest a question or ask for my psychic impressions about your life remember only give us your first name and only one question per caller We can talk about your relationships, your life direction, your health, ghosts, and even paranormal experiences. Life can be very mysterious and challenging at times. So perhaps with the help of our guests and myself, we can shed a little white light on your life. Our guest today is Dr. Margaret Cochran, a very well-known psychotherapist in Santa Clara. Dr. Cochran has been an educator, author, and professional therapist for more than 28 years. And Dr. Cochran has been featured in the media on both radio and television. She's also the hostess of the hit internet talk show, Wisdom, Love, and Magic which is currently number one on iTunes in the mental health category. With her many celebrity guests, she's discussed topics ranging from psychic phenomena to physics and everything in between. And Dr. Cochran and I do a monthly show on psychology, that's P-S-I-cology, where you can receive an answer to your problems by two counselors, a psychic and a psychotherapist. And that is just what we're going to be doing today. And today, our theme is, Do You Believe in Miracles? And now it gives me great pleasure to welcome my special guest, Dr. Cochran. What a treat it is to see you again today. Well, it's always a pleasure to be here, Annette. Well, Dr. Cochran, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about psychology? Well, psychology is basically uh, the marrying of two different seemingly disparate or opposite 
kinds of professions to solve problems. So uh, basically from the psychotherapeutic, I can't talk today, psychotherapeutic standpoint, I come from uh, a left brain perspective. I'm talking about rational things, logical things, linear things, clinical things. And uh, you as the psychic come more from the right brain and you speak intuitively about problems. And when you put both the left and the right brain together to solve a problem, it's an incredibly powerful thing. Things move much faster. Problems are solved much more quickly. Uh, people find resolution to their pain in a much more efficient fashion. Oh, absolutely. And we certainly have had great results with doing it this way. And it's lots of fun. It, oh, tremendous amount of fun. <laughs> and I think our listeners have really enjoyed it, Dr. We've gotten Conqueror. a lot of good feedback. Yes. A lot. We certainly have. And I'd like to talk a little bit today about our wonderful topic, which is miracles. Mm. Do you believe in miracles? And to out there, to everyone who's listening, have you ever experienced a miracle in your life? We would love to hear your stories of miracles. So for those of you who are listening, you can call us at 646-652-2071 or you can log on to hearwomentalk.com. Just click on chat and type your experience and we certainly will talk about it on the air. Dr. Cochran, you know, I think most of us think about Miracles in that we expect miracles to happen mm-hmm. on a very grand scale. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But oftentimes they occur so very simply. Like, you know, when a special song suddenly plays on the radio that you've been thinking about. Oh, yeah. And there it is. Yeah. Or when you're feeling kind of blue uh, and a rainbow magically appears in the sky. Mm-hmm. Or when someone we pass on the street smiles at us when we're feeling sad and and lost and all alone. Or like what happened to me the other day. I was driving into work and uh, I'd just gotten some information about a project that I was working on and I was just really frustrated and I thought, ah, this isn't going to work. How annoying is this? And then somebody cut me off in traffic. So I'm thinking, oh yeah, this is my day right now because everything's just going down the tubes. And I looked up at the back of the car that had just cut me off in traffic. And do you know what her license plate holder said? No, what? Don't panic. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just what you had done. (laughs) Exactly. And so I just kind of, you know, looked around and said, thank you. Appreciate the message. Yes, I got it. Okay, don't panic. You know, so it's. I think one of the great things about miracles is that they happen all the time. Mm. It's just uh, sometimes we we tend to expect something big or grand, and so we'll miss the ones that are happening on a daily basis. Oh, I think that's very true. I, I think that happens to all of us mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. And and I think one of the most interesting miracles is that uh, even when really horrible things happen. Something good will come of it. You just have to be able to keep your eyes and ears and heart open to that experience. But a lot of people get crushed by the pain or the frustration or the difficulty that they're going through. And then when that that great thing comes along, they don't grab it. Right. And and I think that happens so frequently to all of us human beings is that we get so consumed Mm -hmm. with what's happening in our own lives that we don't have that peripheral vision. Yeah. You have to have that lady cut you off in traffic. (laughs) 
<laughs> Don't panic. That Just was so shake perfect. You up. I know. I know. <laughs> well, it's sometimes, you know, the, the most wonderful gifts come wrapped in packaging that we're not too thrilled about. But if we if we don't get stuck on the packaging, there's some fabulous things inside. Oh, absolutely! I think that is that's very true. I, I'd like to go to the dictionary and, and kind of talk about what they're saying that the descriptions of what a miracle is. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the first one is a miracle is an unexpected event attributed to divine intervention, mm-hmm. and the second. Sometimes an event is also attributed to a miracle worker, a saint, or a religious leader. Right. And the third, an extremely outstanding or unusual event, thing, or accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Others suggest that God may work with the the laws of nature to perform what people perceive as miracles. Mm -hmm. And I think we can talk about that one a little bit later on. In casual usage, miracle may also refer to any statistically unlikely but beneficial event, Mm -hmm. such as surviving a natural disaster or simply a wonderful occurrence, regardless of likelihood, such as birth. Or surviving my mother's cooking. Oh. That was a miracle. (laughs) That was a truly miraculous event. She was horrible. But, you know, you're right. It's that idea that um, miracles are usually unexpected things. And again, sometimes you can be wishing, hoping, praying for a miracle, and it, it can come by. I'm sure you know that old story about the man, you know, who's who's in the boat, and uh, he brings a leak. And so he starts to, to pray to God for help. And so uh, <clears throat> as he's praying, um, this outrigger canoe full of natives comes along and says, Oh, come on in our canoe, and we'll take you to our island and, you know, save you. He says, Go away. I'm, I'm praying to God for help. So they go away, and then a little later on, this big steamship liner comes by and says, "Ahoy there! You're taking on water. You know, let us let us send you a dinghy, and we'll we'll bring you to our boat and, and save you." And he says, "Nope, nope, can't be bothered. I'm praying to God for a miracle." So they go away, and then finally, the boat's getting pretty low in the water at this point. It's really not good, and he's praying just as hard as he can. And this helicopter flies over, and the and the helicopter pilot yells down, oh, your your boat's going to sink. Here, let me send a ladder down, and you can climb up into the helicopter. He says, please don't bother me. I'm praying to God for a miracle. So the helicopter goes away, and the guy's boat sinks, and he drowns, and he dies, and he goes to heaven. He's just madder in a wet hand. Oh, he's furious. So he says to St. Peter when he gets to the pearly gates, I want to see God, and I want to see it now. And St. Peter says, well, I don't know. God's kind of busy, but I'll check. So he goes away and he comes back and says, yeah, God says he'll, he'll give you an audience. And so he goes into the divine presence and he says, God, I, I prayed and prayed and prayed for a miracle. And you let me drown and now I'm dead. Why did you do that? And God said, look, I sent you an outrigger canoe full of natives. I sent you an ocean liner and I sent you a helicopter with a ladder. What do you want? <laughs> and and that's how sometimes you know we we're looking for the miracle to come in a certain way, and when the other things happen, we'll miss it. And then you know we we we're all mad because oh nothing good ever happens to us. I never get what I want. It never turns out right for me. And it's largely because you're afraid to see. It's right there. Uh, oh yes, I think that that's the whole thing. So Annette, the next time you're in a boat. <laughs> 
Well, I would go with the first guy. I would too. Yeah, me too. I'm in. I'm in the outrigger canoe right now. <laughs> well, Dr. Cochran, have you had any personal miracles in your life? Well, uh, I think. <clears throat> Excuse me. One of the most powerful ones for me, from from a professional perspective, was a young man that I worked with who had uh, a very difficult, uh, hard to treat cancer in his brain, and he was having a tough, tough time. And uh, they tried surgery, they'd done chemo, they'd done radiation, um, and he just it was shrinking, but it wasn't really you know becoming eradicated. So I I worked with him to teach him to visualize his tumor. To, to see it in his mind's eye, and then to think about little little Pac-Man. Remember that video game with oh, those yes. little round-faced guys that ate things? Yes. That the little Pac-Man would go in and, and eat up the tumor. <clears throat> and um, I remember thinking to myself, I have no idea if this is going to work. I mean, I just, I didn't. Um, but it did. Uh, he didn't stop his other treatments. He continued those things, but the tumor eventually went away. The the physicians were mystified. You know, they couldn't really figure it out. But uh, that that to me, to my way of thinking, was a certifiable miracle. It was just amazing. I mean, it shouldn't quote unquote. It should not have happened. Right. right. But but it did. But it did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It, it's just absolutely amazing, isn't it? It gives me goosebumps just thinking about it again. Oh, it's just wonderful. Yeah. How wonderful. And it's wonderful because he paid attention to what you said. Yeah. And he really took it into his heart yeah. and into his soul and, and helped create the healing for himself. He became a doctor. Yeah. When he grew up. Yes. And you know, we can all do that. Yep. We can all do that. However, some of us, like yourself, are better at it than others. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's time for us to take a very short break. So if you are on the line, do hold on, and we're going to be right back. We've been talking about miracles with psychotherapist Dr. Margaret Cochran. Hi, this is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network. Hi, I'm Annette Martin, hostess of Annette Martin's Psychic World. Now, you may have seen me on television or heard me on the radio as a psychic detective, medical intuitive, and ghost detective. To have a private reading with me, all you have to do is go to annette-martin.com. Look for the button in the upper left-hand corner of the homepage that says, Make an Appointment. Annette dash martin.com hello race fans this is jeff gilder creator of racersreunion.com when you're in myrtle beach check out my favorite the caravel resort the caravel resort has a golf department and concierge with golf privileges at virtually every course on the grand strand including the coveted dunes club and ladies pamper yourself with caravel's studio spa Featuring services such as Swedish massage, heated stone therapy, reflexology, manicures, pedicures, facials, and more. Awaken your senses with the most requested massage and spa therapies. The Caravelle Resort, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, 800-507-9145. Get the best rate on the Grand Strand when you use promo code RACERS at thecaravelle.com. 800-507-9145. Are you spending more time than you want booking appointments for your business? Optimize.com can free you up from answering phones, booking appointments, and rescheduling. All these clerical duties can be automated for you with Optimize.com. 
Optimize.com seamlessly integrates with your website and manages all your appointment scheduling and rescheduling. You and your customers will receive reminders by email and text messages. Optimize.com supports your business needs, whether you have one-on-one appointments, classes, workshops, or seminars. Sign up with Optimize.com for our 30-day free trial. That's Octo. M-I-Z-E dot com. This is Paul Trulove on Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. Welcome back to Annette Martin's Psychic World. We've been talking to Dr. Margaret Cochran about miracles. And if you would like to get in touch with Dr. Cochran, you can always reach her at her website at www.drcochran.com. Well, if you have a question about your life or you would like to share an experience of a miracle, please give us a call at 646-652-2071. We welcome your questions and comments. And if you don't want to call in, you can log on to hearwomentalk.com. Click on chat and type your question there for me. And we do have someone on the line, Dr. Cochran. We have Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. Oh, hi. Hi, can you hear me? We can, yes. Hi. Hello. We can hear you. Um, Hi, I could really use some... Very good. I could really use some help today. I just found out today that my jobs have made redundant. And um, I've only been there four months, and I'm in a foreign country, and I'm going paycheck to paycheck at this point. And I've just sort of settled in, and it's been a long haul, so my life's in a bit of turmoil at the moment. So I'm wondering if you could tell me something positive or shed light on the situation. Right. What country are you in? Suzanne? Spain. You're in Spain. Okay. And and you're just. In Spain. Uh And your job has just been dissolved, you said? No, it's been made redundant. They're moving it to another country. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and they're not asking you to move to another country? Well, it, it was sort of half-hearted. We'd love you to go, but they're not, they won't pay for much of a move. And I've only just got here. So it, it's really not feasible for me. It, I don't want to go, and I don't feel like it's the right thing anyway. So I've got to mm-hmm. find another job within two months. Right. Okay. Have you thought about coming back to the U.S.? I'm not from the U.S. Okay. So you are from I, Spain. I've only just moved here. I've only moved. I moved here seven. No, I moved here seven years. Uh, sorry, seven months ago, and it cost me everything I had to move here. I wanted to come here to live here for to live here, not for the job, but to live here. And I then see. I found the job. So the okay. Job, the job was only important. I'm sustenance. I need sustenance, but I don't want to go anywhere else. Okay, well, Suzanne, what I'm getting, I'm getting something about the U.S., so I think this, maybe this is a U.S. company that you need to go and see if no, you can get a job a, with. A U.S. company. Uh-huh. Yeah, are there um, some U.S. companies in I, Spain? Well, no, I don't work in Spain. I work somewhere else. Um, oh, okay, what country are you in? Run by, what country I'm are in you Spain, in? But I, it, it's, 
Spain, but that doesn't mean I work in Spain. I I can't give you too much details, but I walk into another country every day to work. It's more complicated than that. I, I'm not being funny. It's just that it, it, where I live, there's many countries within walking distance. It's, it's like I that. see. So, okay, um, honey. I, okay. All right. Uh, well, that's what I'm picking up intuitively. Okay, is that you need to go and talk to some American countries, uh, American companies that are over there. That is what I'm getting. Okay. Well, I have so, an idea that. Okay, go and try it out. American, but it's run by. Yeah. Okay. That that'll work. Okay, so go and try that. That's what I feel is going to be your best uh, place to do and, and to go and to find a job. That's what I'm picking up. Um, do you see that? Do you see that I'm going to be getting something? Do you pick up down? Yes, I do. I do. But uh, I'm getting uh, the number three, and I don't know if that's three weeks or three months, but I'm getting the number three. Uh. Okay? okay, so you so have to go out and... Be okay. Yeah, things are going to be okay, all right? Don't panic. See yourself getting the job. Visualize yourself getting the job, all right? When we put it out there that okay. we want something, we have to visualize it in our mind and see it right there in front of us. And then what happens is you okay. attract that to you, Okay. And don't be in fear. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm, I'm feeling a bit vulnerable at the moment. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Okay, but thank you. It's going to be okay. All right. Thank you so much for calling us from Europe. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. Well, that was very interesting. Um, I would like to, uh, right now... I would like to kind of share an experience with everyone uh, that I call a miracle mm-hmm. that occurred with a friend of one of my advanced students. Um, it uh, From a very young age, Dr. Cochran, I was told intuitively to use white light mm-hmm. before I prayed or meditated mm-hmm. and was to use it frequently to boost the energy in my aura. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, like a good girl, <laughs> I always followed my intuition. Yeah. <laughs> well, the years went by, and it, during one of my classes in 1980, I was teaching uh, students how to develop their intuition. Mm-hmm. I discovered that the white light energy could be brought through my body and sent to another person to help the healing process. And I named this energy White Goop. <laughs> and A perfect name. I like course. that. <laughs> and what it is, many people say, well, what is White Goop, Annette? And, well, what it looks like is cottage cheese and white light all kind of mixed up together. Oh, how interesting. Well, once the students saw that I could do this, they asked if they could bring their friends or a loved one to the class so that I could help to heal them. Mm -hmm. And so I agreed and said, well, I can't guarantee anything, but okay, you know, bring someone Mm -hmm. if if you would like to. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? (laughs) Every week we, we had a new person come in. Well, one evening a friend, Bella, of one of the students came into the class and she asked if I could help her with gallstones. Ew. Gallstones. Those are awful. Ah, oh, 
cause pain and gas and oh, terrible, terrible. Well, she was going to have to be operated right? on, right? Surgery, uh-huh. and she didn't want to do this. And this was supposed to happen at the next week. Oh. and so she said, "Oh, please, Annette, can you help me?" And I said, "Well, Bella, I can try, but I certainly can't say that this will work, as I've never tried to get <laughs> rid of anything so solid." Yeah. Well, she begged me, and I said, okay, all right. So I had her lie down on the floor, and I placed my hands above Bella's abdomen, mm-hmm. and I began mm-hmm. my process of sending the white goop. Mm-hmm. Well, within a few minutes, I began to feel something attaching itself to the palms of my hands. Ew. First the right hand, and then the left hand. That felt like rocks. Ah! And I shouted out, oh, something has just hit my hands. <laughs> and everyone in the class gasped. And I immediately began to move my hands away from Bella and shake them out into the air, yeah. away from all the 25 students that were in the room. Yeah. Well, I certainly was shaken up by the physical aspects of something hitting my hands. And then Bella sat up and she said, gosh, I feel great. Well, we went on with the class and ended the class. Well, the next afternoon, I got a phone call from guess who? Uh-huh. <laughs> Bella, yeah. of course. Uh-huh. And she says, Annette, are you sitting down? And oh boy, <laughs> you know, when anyone ever says that to me, yeah. I know something big is going to be said. Mm-hmm. She says, Annette. I just came from the doctor's office. He took a second x-ray of the gallstones for the operation that was to take place at the end of next week. And he came running out of the x-ray room with the first x-ray in one hand and the new x-ray in the other, shouting at me. They're gone, they're gone. What did you do with them? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, you're kidding. I was so shocked at what he was saying. Yeah. And before I could say anything, the doctor rambled on. And he said, they're gone. (laughs) They're gone, Bella. The gallstones are gone. What did you do with them? (laughs) They're in a jar on my dresser. I saved them. Oh, my gosh. And Bella says on the phone, Annette, all I could do was start to laugh. And once I composed myself, I explained to the doctor what you had done. Yeah. Well, instead of him being pleased, he seemed annoyed and wanted to know your phone number and where you were. Well, several hours went by, and the phone rang again. And this time, there was a deep, masculine voice on the other end. And the doctor asked me many questions and ended with, This is truly a miracle, Annette. Wow. In all my years of medical practice, I have never seen anything like this before. So, Annette, whatever you are doing, keep it up. Yeah. I thought he was going to say you stole my gallstones. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool, Annette. Isn't that an incredible story? So when you when you threw them away, away from you know the other students, did you feel them kind of like flick off your hands? I did. That was- I did. I, I felt them fall. Wow. And as I threw my hands out like so, I had closed my hands and then just kind of threw them away because I was really frightened. Sure. Because I thought, oh my gosh, what is this? Yeah. I had never experienced that before. Huh. And and so it was just absolutely astounding. And uh, I kept track of Bella and even 
several years later, uh, she uh, still was fine. There was wow. no problem. No so problem. when you use when you use your white goop, uh, does it usually have that kind of sticky effect? Not necessarily, no. When I send the white goop, it generally the person will receive it and receive heat or cold, one or the other. Oh, okay. And I've done a great many healings throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And uh, even my sister-in-law, who is a famous opera singer, called me from Germany mm-hmm. one day mm-hmm. and said, oh, I was doing Tosca and Ed and I fell. You know how I have to jump out of the window? And I said, oh, yes, darling, yes. And you fell. She goes, yes. And my ankle is completely swollen. Uh-oh. And I have to sing the following night. Yeah. You know, This was right. that night she called me. And she says, oh, please, please, can you send me your white goop? And so I did. And she had already seen the doctor. And the doctor said, well, Janice, you know, it's going to take a it's couple a sprain, of weeks. Right, yeah, right. you sprained it. It's going to take a couple of weeks. You're not going to be able to walk on it. And mm-hmm. she goes, I have to walk on it. <laughs> sure. Well, the next day, the swelling was down. And she was able to go out on the stage and sing Tosca again. Wow, that's amazing. It is. It's just, I'm just blown away by it. I really am. We can all use a little more white goop in our lives, huh? We definitely do. A little more Annette, too. (laughs) Thank you. Well, it's time to take another short break. And so if you are on the line, do hold on and we'll be right back. We've been talking about miracles with psychotherapist Dr. Margaret Cochran. Hi, this is Jessica Dorvaj, host of the Where Is My Guru show. And you are listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. Having trouble with career, love, health, family, friends, your life in general? Hi, I'm Annette Martin, psychic detective, medical intuitive, and ghost detective. In my practice for the past 40 years, I've helped thousands of folks with their problems. And you may have seen me on television or heard me on the radio throughout the years, and more recently on Annette Martin's Psychic World. To learn more about my work, go to Annette-Martin.com. Look for the button in the upper left-hand corner of the homepage that says, Make an Appointment. That's Annette-Martin.com. Tonight, take an adventure on the Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Explore the haunted swamps where alligators and the ghosts from long ago still reside. Stroll across floating walkways beneath the Spanish moss as your pirate guide leads you by lantern and shares 13 spooky tales along the way. The Ghost Walk departs nightly at dusk, only at Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Call 843-361-2700 or visit MyrtleBeachGhostWalk.com for advanced tickets. The Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Hi, this is Chris Hillenberg of Hear Women Tell on Hear Women Talk Radio. You can hear us every Wednesday between 3 and 4. Please join us where we get the story behind the story as we talk to professional storytellers. That's galore. Visit our store at 4822 Highway 17 at Barefoot Landing. We have the largest source of hats in the greater Grand Strand area. Tilly, Stetson, Indiana Jones, Wallaroo, Top Hats, Mad Hatter, Derbies, Felts, Fedoras, Cowboy, Golfer, Driver, Life is Good. We carry a large selection of women's fashion hats as well as Red Hat Society hats. We also have an assortment of umbrellas, canes, and walking sticks. Hats Galore, located at Barefoot Landing, 
in North Myrtle Beach. We are the best source for hats in the Grand Strand area. Hats galore at barefoot.com. Hi, my name is Jesse Jordan with Further Faster Initiatives, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. Welcome back to Annette Martin's Psychic World. We've been talking to Dr. Margaret Cochran, a psychotherapist, about miracles. So if you have a question about your life or you would like to share an experience of a miracle, please give us a call at 646-652-2071. We welcome your questions and comments. And if you don't want to call in, you can log on to hearwomentalk.com. Click on chat and type your questions for me. Well, I do believe, Dr. Cochran, we have Krista on the line who would like to ask you a question. Hi, Krista. Hi. Um, not only a question, just some advice. Um, uh, in the past, and currently I've hidden situations from money and bills with my husband, and he has confronted me before, but he just had a quadruple bypass in May. And uh, he called me this morning asking about a couple things. I told him about one. The other one I had no idea. And he gave me the response that he's going to be late coming home from work tonight. And he does have a temper. He does have a temper. He's never hurt me. He's never hurt the kids. But I just, I'm, I'm not sure what today's going to hold um, and how he's going to be when he's home and what I should do. So you were uh, somewhat less than honest about some uh, money that you spent. Is that the issue? Money, money and bills. I I got a job and my credit had improved and I got some credit cards and then I lost my job. And surviving on a military income has been very difficult and I've run up some bills. Uh-huh. And uh, I paid one off and then I ran it back up because my car and other situations uh-huh. and he he doesn't understand that living costs money and kids cost money and stuff and and he's always been very negative and um, me trying to get my degree trying to get my teaching certification and um, passing my exams all that and uh he called me very angry this morning, as I said, asking about a bill. And I said, well, I knew about the USAA one. And I said, but I don't know about the other one. And he goes, well, I'm just going to call up, pull out my credit report. And he goes, I'll be very late getting home tonight. Mm-hmm. And he hung okay. up on me. Well, Christian, there are... I'm... Go ahead. I was just going to say there there are a couple of things I'm I'm going to share with you. This is not a problem that's going to be solved in five minutes, but I'm going to give you a little bit of direction about about where you might go. First of all, it's never good to talk about something when you're really really angry, especially for men when their heart rate gets over 120 beats a minute. They can't hear anything you say, and they tend to be prone to violence, uh, like yelling or throwing things, you know, stuff like that. <clears throat> So if your husband, 
Yeah, if your husband is really, really angry, it's important that you take the kids and, and have a time out. And not that you do it in an angry way. Just say, I know you're very unhappy right now. I understand why you're unhappy, and, I'll, and I'd be glad to talk with you about it, but let's talk about it when things are calmer. And then you and the kids go visit a friend or do something, you know, to, to give yourself some time. The second thing is, Krista, I, I don't think that you and your husband are going to be able to resolve this one by yourselves. I, I'd strongly suggest that you find a competent professional to help you learn how to communicate better and, and help him with the way he expresses his frustration. Because the way he expresses his frustration is what makes you afraid to communicate with him. And when you don't communicate with him, then he gets frustrated. And it's this horrible circle that just goes around and around and doesn't go anywhere good. Yeah, he he always he's whenever uh, something comes up and I try to explain something to him, he goes, "I don't want to hear excuses. That's all you ever give me." Right. So, he, like he I said, he's a type A personality. He's yeah, yeah. He's in the military, so it's always his way. Sure. So that's why I, I'm saying I think it would be a very good idea for for you to to get some professional assistance with this um, to improve those communication skills and help him with his with his frustration tolerance, which is which is clearly a a problem and a concern. And I I just wish you all the best. Both Annette and I will send you some good energy. Absolutely, I'll send you some white light. Take, right. take good care. And can I ask you something really quick? Yes, go ahead. Or should I just wait till next? Okay, I just wanted to want to see if he could, because um, my husband, my husband had a quadruple bypass, and he's had an irregular EKG come back. Um, mm-hmm. What if you can maybe see what's going on with his heart, or because I do fear that he's going to get so upset he's going to give himself a heart attack. Well, what's his first name? James. James. Um, I I feel that there's some scar tissue. Uh, around the heart, uh, I almost have a sense that um, there has been a very slight, slight stroke there with the heart, and so he does need to be under a physician's care all the time. He is. He's got a cardiologist, but good. He's, he's on a bunch of medications, and he's forgotten to take them a couple times. Um, yeah. My concern is he'll get so upset that he'll. Oh, okay. One of the things that you need to watch out for, and I'm sure Dr. Cochran will agree with me, is that you need to watch out for his personality. Because if the more negative that he gets, the more what's happening is that he's not getting enough oxygen uh, and blood flowing through the heart. And that's what I see as one of the major problems. And I think that this is probably why he is so irritable. And, and kind of negative at this moment because he's not getting enough oxygen and blood flowing through there. So you yeah, need to... like sleeping too hot. Yeah. Well, so. I, I'm also very concerned that your husband may have some depression. And often for men, yeah. you get what's called an agitated presentation, which means they're really grouchy and short-tempered and nothing's good enough and nothing works for them. And that's why I, I urge you again, please, 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 Go to a competent clinical professional who can who can make that diagnosis, who can help him, and who can also help you with the with the communication issue and the, and the fear. I agree. I okay. agree. Thank you, Krista. Good luck, Krista. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, and Dr. Cochran, we have Jeannie on the line who would like to tell us about her miracle. Oh, good. Okay. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, it's Jamie. I, I'm sorry. Hello? Hi. Yeah. 
My name is Jamie. 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 Hi, Jamie. Okay. I have a miracle to share. I, I have a sister who's 10 years older than me, and we live at different ends of, of a province in Canada. And her son had come to live with me um, while he was doing some work here in Kamloops, and so she came to stay with me. And we're not close, and she has never, you know, stayed at my house before or anything. And I noticed that she was acting very strangely and took my dog for a walk and got lost. And that night when I went to bed, I had dreams that she had a brain tumor. And the next morning when we woke up sitting over our morning coffee, I could literally see in the front of her um, head this white sort of murky stuff. And she ended up going to the doctor, and she did have a brain tumor. It had covered a third of her brain, and it was the biggest brain tumor ever recorded in Canada. And they figured she had about 10 days left to live. So I kind of feel like that was a, a miracle and sort of an intervention. Oh, that's a wonderful story. Absolutely. A wonderful story. Have you had these dreams before? Um, no, not really dreams, but I do pick up sickness from people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, how does More it come to dreams. you? Um, well, I'm a Reiki master, and so I get these little vibrations when I heal people or when I'm doing a Reiki session. Mm-hmm. And, um that's how it comes through with me is through sort of a, a vibration mm-hmm. but my sister like this was 15 years ago it was my first experience with actually seeing it right so I wanted right. to share that it, it, she saved her life and she's doing well and it's amazing that is wonderful that is wonderful and how lucky we are to have you on the planet keep up the good work thank you all right, thank you. Show. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Janie, for calling in all the way from Canada. That's wonderful. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, I have another story here uh, that someone had written to me, mm-hmm. um, and it says. 13 years ago, I had a health issue that the doctors could not take care of. I was getting weaker by the day and knew that I could die mm. if I did not get a miracle from God. I kept crying out to God until finally one night I heard in my spirit that I would feel heat for 20 minutes and be better in three days. Wow. That is exactly what happened. Hmm. My healing did not happen instantaneously, but I did heal over the next few months. I knew immediately that God did not want me to give up hope. I've had other healings that were instantaneous, but this one touched my heart to know that I was not alone, and God cared about me enough to let me know that I would be okay. And this is from Ann Parton. What a wonderful story. Thank you, Ann, for Thank you writing so that much. in. Yeah. Well, it's time to take another short break. And if you are on the line, do hold on, because we're going to be right back with Annette Martin's Psychic World. This is Paul Trulove on Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. I'm Annette Martin, hostess of Annette Martin's Psychic World. Now, you may have seen me on television or heard me on the radio as a psychic detective, medical intuitive, and ghost detective. 
To have a private reading with me, all you have to do is go to annette-martin.com. Look for the button in the upper left-hand corner of the homepage that says, Make an Appointment. annette Dash martin.com. This is Dottie Laster, the host of Trafficked, an hour-long discussion about human trafficking in the United States. Join me as we meet guests from around the world and locally who are combating the fastest-growing crime in the world. Join us every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern on Hear Women Talk Radio. Are you spending more time than you want booking appointments for your business? Optimize.com can free you up from answering phones, booking appointments, and rescheduling. All these clerical duties can be automated for you with Optimize.com. Optimize.com seamlessly integrates with your website and manages all your appointment scheduling and rescheduling. You and your customers will receive reminders by email and text messages. Optimize.com supports your business needs, whether you have one-on-one appointments, classes, workshops, or seminars. Sign up with Optimize.com for our 30-day free trial. That's Octo. M-I-Z-E dot com. Hi, this is Michelle with LaBellamy Vineyard. You're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio and the Zeus Radio Network. Welcome back to Annette Martin's Psychic World. We've been talking with Dr. Margaret Cochran about miracles. And if you have a question about your life or you would like to share an experience of a miracle, please give us a call at 646-652-2071. And if you don't want to call in, you can log on to hearwomentalk.com. Click on chat and type your questions for me. We are watching the chat line all the time. Well, Dr. Cochran, we have several people on the line here. First of all, we're going to talk to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, how are you? We're fine. And do you have a question for us? Um, I do, actually with both of you. Um, I am married to somebody that is depressed. Um, He's not gone for treatment as of yet. Um, I'm not sure if he ever will. He says he will. Uh, I'm just wondering what to expect out of him right now. Um, I'm just really concerned about our future, our marriage together. I'm not sure if it's going to make it. And also, I really don't know how to handle him. He um, looks like bipolar and maybe borderline personality. And I really, it's really hard to communicate with him. And uh, even if I get him angry, he does all kinds of crazy things to get back at me. So I really am, I don't know how to handle him. Oh, what's right. expect? Why don't you give us his first name? Okay. Can't hear you. Brian. Brian? Okay. Brian? Uh, Okay, Brian. Uh, Dr. Cochran, I'm going to let you take this one. Okay. Um, when you say he does lots of crazy things, what kind of crazy does he do? Uh, if he thinks that I am talking to other men, he will go and he'll find a woman to talk to. If uh, He'll file for divorce if he thinks I'm talking to other men, which he did, and then he canceled, and he's done that several times. He won't come around for like three months. He will refuse phone calls. He'll just, those will just do these things that he knows will hurt me. 
And is this new behavior for him, or has this always been the case? It's been a it's been a cycle for many many years, but not, uh, it's really come out the past two years. I mean, I've never seen it this bad for this long. How long have you it's been with him? Recently, for over a year now. Um, eighteen years. Okay. <clears throat> are there children? Yes. How old are they? Uh, four, twelve, and fifteen. Okay. Is there any history of uh, bipolar disorder in your husband's family that you know of? Um, I, you know, <clears throat> nobody's been treated for it, but, you know, his, his parents are definitely, uh, something is with both of them, I think, and mm-hmm. alcoholism does run in his family line as well, and he is an alcoholic, too. Oh, I see. Okay, so uh, what are you doing? Um, what do you what do you ex- what do you expect to have happen here? Um, he's made steps towards me. He's just afraid, um, you know, what he's done, and that I won't forgive him in my anger because you can't. You have to kind of walk on eggshells, and when I try to bring something up that bothers me, he takes off like a bank robber. I <laughs> think it's crazy because he's so afraid of getting yelled at or confrontation. So I, um, so he says that he's saying he'll make an appointment to go to a psychiatrist, to go to a psychologist, but then he doesn't actually show up for that day because he's not living with me. So however he feels that day, it's what he does. Are so you ready? to a doctor. Well, he's not going to go to a doctor. Are you, are you ready to uh, have an intervention for him? I can't find anybody to do an intervention. Okay. Well, here's here's what I would suggest to you. First of all, you can't treat depression or a personality disorder when somebody is uh, an alcoholic. The first thing you have to treat is the addiction. Because when he... Well, he yeah, he's been sober for four years. He, oh, he, he has been? He's not drinking right now. Okay, all right. Well, then... He's been sober for four years. And that's why this is... Right, this is why we know now that there's more did he, just drinking all those years. Did he go into treatment or did he just stop drinking? <clears throat> he um he did AA for several years. Okay, all right. Well then, um what you I, I'm sure that he's very afraid and what I would suggest that you do is even if he says that he won't go to therapy, you need to go. Okay. Now, tell me how you feel about that when I say that to you. Um, well, yes, I, I mean, I agree. That's something I was planning on doing. Okay. <clears throat> he says that he'll go, but, you know, him actually doing something is a different story. Right. But see, what I'm, what I'm saying to you is that y- you're, you're going to have to be the leader here. You're going to have to be the one to take the scary risk, what she's scared of, and, and go to therapy yourself and begin to get some help and some support and begin to do some changes in your own behavior. You can't control his thoughts, feelings, or behaviors, but you can control the way you respond to what he does. And that is what will begin to make changes happen. And I want you to have some professional guidance and support to do that because you've lived with this man who's had pretty serious problems for a long time. And and that means that, that some of what's going on with you has now become entangled in what's going on with him. And going to therapy yourself will help 
separate those pieces out. Is that making sense? So that you can take care of yourself, get on good solid footing, and then you're going to be in a better position to support him in doing what he needs to do. Okay. Very good. Okay. Ooh, and is there any... I totally agree, Lisa, with what Dr. Yeah, I, I totally agree with uh, what Dr. Cochran has just said to you, and, and I think that is exactly what you need to do. And also, I feel that with you having therapy, you're going to feel a lot better a about lot better. yourself. Yes. Okay? All right, Lisa, thank you so much for calling in, and take good care of yourself. Good luck, Lisa. Bye-bye. And I think we have time for one more caller. We have James on the line. Hello, James. Hi, James. Hi. Yeah. Hi, do you, yes, do you hi. have a question? Um, I'll try to make this as quick. Um, it's not about love. Um, <laughs> I live in a place, like, I grew up in a small town, and it was great growing up here, but, like, it's been going, there's some certain things that are going on now that I don't approve of, and and it makes me feel uncomfortable in the place that I live in the town that I live and I was just wondering if you see me moving and when you do see me moving do you see me with my old friends do you see me like a, still associating with them okay I'm, I'm not really quite sure what you're asking uh, you're in a town that you're not happy with the people who are living there no no see I grew up here and there's a lot of things that are going on that that didn't like you know it was a great town to live in but now it's like just um people abusing alcohol drugs mm -hmm. racist and okay i, I didn't okay. grow up like that right right like that with my parents right okay and well I james i i think that you definitely have to move out of there that's my strongest feeling that I'm getting for you and that you need yeah. to move to a bigger city okay. that I'm getting a radius between um, uh, about a hundred miles away okay okay New York I'm sorry could be New York could be, New, could York. be yeah. New York yeah yeah oh absolutely absolutely you know, and I think you would really like I that have my family here I have my family here. Me, me and my family get along great. I'm just saying, like, because I, I made new friends. I made a lot of new friends through the church mm -hmm. that I go to, and it seems to me like I just want to be around my the people from my church like more than the um, people that I grew up with. Right, right, right. But I think that you will make a move, and I think it will be good for you. Okay. Okay. So good I luck with so that. All James, right. one okay, of the things... Thank you very much. Yes. I was going to say one of the Hello? things. Uh, hi, it's Dr. Cochran. One of the things yeah. I would encourage you to think about as you make this change, this transition, is you've kind of outgrown the place that you're in. Yeah. That's all. You've just I you're have. just having growing you're just having growing pains, and it's time for you to to move on. And I think your friends will be a, a great support to you. And I wish you lots of good luck. Well, the new friends. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, thank very, you very much. 
You're very welcome, James, and thank you so much for calling into the show. And Dr. Cochran, we're running out of time already, and it's been so much fun. And I always look forward to the first Wednesday of the month to have you here. (laughs) Well, I do too. So thank you so much for coming, and I will see you next month. All right, I'll see you too. All right. And this is Annette Martin, psychic detective and medical intuitive, and you might enjoy reading my biography called Gift of the White Light by James N. Fry. It's a bestseller at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the story is filled with tales of ghosts, murder, and adventures galore. And I even have nine transcripts of my actual murder cases that I have worked on. So do check out my website at www.annette-martin.com. Well, next week, my guest will be Phyllis Gailed, editor-in-chief of the popular paranormal Fate Magazine. Mm. I'm sure you've all heard of the Fate Magazine, very, very popular magazine. And Phyllis has been the editor-in-chief for many, many years. So, until next week... This has been Annette Martin's Psychic World, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. May the white light be with you.